on this episode of the Ask It Oz SEO Show, episode number 15, I discuss five SEO strategies that work in 2018. Boom! Hey guys, welcome to the Asking Us SEO show number 15 and today I'll be talking about five SEO strategies that work in 2018. And the first quote I'm going to start with, I'm going to end with is, what is smart for SEO is smart for business. If that's all you take away from the video, or even if you want to turn it off right now, that is still value added to you and that's my main goal for every video is thinking about what's going to bring you the most amount of value for you and your business. So let me start with number one, mobile optimization. Mobile optimization is an absolute must. Mobile first thinking is a must. Google rolled out the mobile first index not too long ago. And personally, I'm not seeing a whole lot of shift and changes in the, in the search engine result pages at the moment. But take that out of it, take the algorithms out of it, it's user behavior that is the pinnacle of everything that, that, that we do as a, like in terms of technological evolution, um, marketing, uh, strategies, and all the rest of it. It's all about what's happening in the world and how users interact with businesses, with technology, and the like. So if your website isn't mobile optimized, and guess what? I'm still seeing, mob, I'm still seeing websites that are not mobile optimized. For example, I saw one on Instagram the other day. I can't even remember the name. Um, I just and I just messaged them politely and said, "Hey, your website's not mobile optimized. We don't want any money. Don't work with us. But please, for your benefit, for your business growth to maximize itself for the future and to maximize its growth for the future, you need to switch over to mobile optimization today." What I mean by that, a responsive design that is going to work on iPads iPhones, and now the, even like the, the the shift in mobile phone sizes is just like crazy. Like like you can get the real big phones, and you can get the real little phones still, and 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 it's just making sure that all that works in a, in a responsive way is absolutely critical. Now, you for 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 user behavior, it's essential, but for SEO, it is absolutely vital because your website will be seen from a negative light from a search engine optimi- search engine perspective, Google will rather rank websites that are, are op- mobile optimized. And think about it from, from your point of view. If 60 or even, let's say even 50% of your traffic is mobile based, why wouldn't you want your uh, website to be able to be interacted with in the best possible way with how your customers are using their technology, how they're gonna engage with your website. So mobile optimizer is important for SEO, but it's more important for your business, so keep that in mind. Number two, page speed. We're still seeing slow, very slow websites out there, and it's absolutely critical to have a website in a world that is on demand, it's impatient, it wants everything now. You have to think about it why would your website 
what, why, what gives you the permission to make to keep your website slow? Now you may not even know your website is slow, but this is just a call out there to check. One, is your website even mobile optimized? There's a good chance that it is, but there's still many that aren't. And two, page speed. In a world, like I said, it's on demand, it wants everything right now. If you, if you allow a user two or three additional seconds to get to your website, they're gonna click back. I mean, think about it. Who are you? Why should those customers waste their time in an impatient, already impatient world? And having to wait for a website is just, it makes all of us angry. No one likes to wait. We don't like waiting in lines. We don't like waiting for food. We don't like waiting for anything, right? And so if, we're not, if we don't even want to wait for food, why would you even think for a moment customers are willing to wait for your website to load? So you need to remember that you need to treat your website to serve the viewer first. You have to make it as easy as for them to access it and to engage with it as possible. So if a website is slow, they're gonna go. You know where they're gonna go? They're gonna click the back button and they're going to, to go to a competitor. I'm sorry, but that's what's gonna happen. So make sure your website is quick and it can be accessed on any device. Number three, which ties pretty much everything I'm going to say together almost, user experience. This is tricky because you really got to speak about it in terms of, of a client specifically, like show me a website and, let, and I'll go through with you where you can improve user experience. But just so you're thinking along the right sort of lines, a website ultimately is to serve your customers. It's designed to serve your customers. What does customers what, what do they expect to see on your website? Why, why coming to your website is gonna help them solve their problems? You have to get into the customer first mentality. How does this website solve your problems as a customer? From a business owner point of view. Not, let me build content and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, wanna, I want the customers to see this part of the website. I want them to see this, I want them to see that. What happens if they don't care? You can't, just assume what your customers want, what you're gonna to deliver to them, what they want. You're not gonna estimate and guess what they uh, need. You need to go out and get the data to make sure that that is what they want. Don't just assume that you wanna give them what you want them to give them. Like, like this, is a, this is a constant sort of challenge with all of my clients, it's very hard. Because they wanna, they wanna show the good work that they're doing from a PR point of view. They wanna show the ethics. They wanna show you know, what makes sense to, to them to show from a business point of view. But what happens if the people aren't really that interested? You know? And so you really gotta think about it from, from a point of view of what do they need to see? And that's why you know, um, in, like installing something as simple as a blog commenting platform, allowing customers to have their two cents. If you're producing content, if you know, if, whatever it is, do you produce an awesome piece of content, which will be my next point. But if you're gonna produce an awesome piece of content, you wanna integrate ways in which they can share, they can, they can provide you with their two cents. Can they find everything on the website as easy as possible? I remember I saw a, a, um, a case study years ago, I think it was really early on in my journey getting into SEO, and it was an organization, I'm sure, in America that changed the button from blue to green, the checkout button, I believe. And it resulted in millions of dollars in difference in revenue by changing a color. Because blue 
doesn't really mean much to a to, to, to the everyday user, but green is psychologically, especially in the Western world, it means go, right? So red is stop, green is go. So colors, you know, are they reflecting the mood of your website? Clearly, are they, are they aiding in the atmosphere, the experience that they're having with the website? Is it laid out and structured to serve the customer? To, is there just, there's just content everywhere? Think about your website in the same way you think about your bedroom, right? And when you get people come over, you want to clean it all up, right? Because you don't, you know, you, you want to clean everything, right? But then you you leave the bedroom, to, oh, because people aren't going there. But no, 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 no. Everything needs to be organised. You don't know where people are going to go on the website. You need to make sure that your privacy policy page looks the part, right? Everything needs to look the part, and it's got to serve the customer first. Colors make a big difference. The way the page is laid out, is it? Can, can I read it? Is it easy to understand what I'm looking at? Does it encourage, okay, I'm reading one article about cleaning a granite bench top. If I move to the net, if you link internally to another article, is that gonna complement that page? So I've just figured out how to clean a, a, a bench top, then you talk about in that article, um, you can apply the same technique to a stove top for example, right, to, to a stovetop or or to um, cleaning a wall. Oh, by the way, maybe you want to click here to, to, to go to where we discuss cleaning a wall. So are you leading the customer journey in a way that's going to be helpful, thoughtful um, for them? Is it, going to, is it going to increase their value for the day? Is it going to, are they going to learn something? They're going to have a great experience. They're going to laugh. They're going to cry. They're, whatever they get. Well, hopefully not cry in a bad way, but cry in a good way if, you, if you're doing good PR work. And so it's, it's allowing um, I, I, the customer journey is very important. Now, here's my philosophy on user experience. And this is going to be different for everybody. I get that. But for me, a website shouldn't just be flashing text and I use this as an analogy to just buy, 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 sell, sell, sell. You know, we just really, we just want you to, we, we just want, like people build websites with the undertone that we only want a customer here so we can sell them something. And look, a big part of your business may be selling. I get that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you got to make sure you add more important parts of the website to allow them to explore other relevant areas is going to help them as the customer. You think about it, if you give a, a customer a good experience about, um, you know, cleaning their, their granite bench top, it doesn't matter if they don't ring you up and call you or, or if you're selling um, lawnmower parts, if you show someone how to, to, to attach a part and you think, oh, that, that, that I'm going to lose business because you know, I'm giving away everything that we know, that is just that is just not in your, your your company's best interest. And now, with so much information, what gives you the audacity to think that what you're giving away for free, they can't find somewhere else anyway? And if, wouldn't you rather want them to find the information on your site so you increase, rep, you, you increase your reputation, you increase your brand awareness, you provide a good experience? Wouldn't you prefer your customers to get the information from you than from your competitor because you don't want to give away free information? I mean, this is crazy. And so in, in, in the informational, in the information age, in the digital information age that we're living in, information is at the fingertips. Don't think that just because you, don't, you give it away or you're not going to give it away, someone else isn't, they're going to do it for free. And that's now what a lot in the business, a lot of conversation in the business world is about. Like, how much do I give away? Mate, 
I'll give away everything I possibly can. There's a few things that we won't give away just because we want to protect our client's interest because that's just, that. it's all about them. But in terms of talking about SEO strategies and things that work, I've talked a lot about stuff that I've been learning over the 11 years and just giving it away, giving it away, giving it away. And I want to be able to help businesses first and foremost, whether they work with us or don't. And I'm actually planning on meeting up with, 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 with quite a few businesses over the next few months where I'm sure we, we, we can't uh, officially work together, but I want to give a good experience. And so good user experience is on the website and then it translates into the, into the real world. You know, maybe a live chat is a way to, 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 to um, improve user experience, changing colors, changing the atmosphere. Can the people find what they want? Clearly. And when you get really in-depth into UX, I mean, when I was talking to a gentleman by the name of Chris, um, and actually, like, what they go to from, I think, Simplicit IT, could have got their name wrong. Um, I'm going to I'm going to give him a shout out on LinkedIn, um, and 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 talking with him about the way in which they uh, set up user experience and allow people who don't know a lot about your website to come in and 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 say, can you go go and find this and go find all that is absolutely fantastic. I'm all for it. I'm a big believer in it. It's a really fascinating part of of online marketing, but. Even at that scale, you can even you don't even need to, to sort it. There's many things, for example, that you can do before you even get to that level yourself as a business owner. And customer journey, the colors, the, the page layout structure. Show your friends, show your family. Say to them, can you go and can you get from here to there? Get people with a range of of of, of, of computer skills. Like, like it's fascinating how how far my mum has come in the last six months and 12 months of using technology. I mean, she's sending me videos on Facebook Messenger. Last year, I had to like help her turn on her device, and now she's sending me photos and videos and that, of her past and in like Facebook Messenger. When things are, are, are and Facebook clearly spent a lot of money on user experience, right? That is so important even to allow people that aren't even necessarily the most technical to be able to use and function your website. So I've actually harp on about user experience a lot and it do, I didn't even really give it justice. I mean, this topic, it goes on and on and on, but I just want to think about it in a small bite-sized chunk that you can take away as a business person. Oh, I didn't think about the customer journey. Is the page structured clearly and concisely? You know, is it, does the page take too long, long to load? Is it optimized for mobile? So all that and... and Things are like implementing a blogging system, live chat, easy ways to contact you. Uh, I can just go on. Hopefully, there's, there's, there's enough um, uh, information for you to take away. And if there's not, leave a comment. Um, and if you've got any specific comments for Chris that gets into real in-depth user experience, let me know and I'll, I'll, I'll ask him to, to answer your questions as well. And number four, <laughs> number four is content creation. Right, so I don't need. I've talked about this so much. I don't need to like sound like a beating drum, but if your business is not producing content, helpful content, how-to content, content that's focusing on the on the on the on the customer first, on the user first, on on helping and providing valuable information. Like I said before, if you think you're not going to provide it, your competitors will provide it. It's that simple. That's the world we live in today. If you're not producing that sort of content. 
you're, you're going to slowly become more and more irrelevant as we evolve. People right now are, are, are talking about, you know, is, is artificial intelligence going to take over a lot of jobs, jobs of the past? And this is a very fascinating question. But it's, it's a shift. You've got to know what's coming and be prepared for it. If you believe that your job is going to be taken over by, you know artificial intelligence is coming. Like, if you're swimming in the ocean, you can see a rip coming and you're not getting out of the way. Well, don't complain when it sweeps you up. Artificial, if you think artificial intelligence, and I don't know what job you have, if you think artificial intelligence, just as a side note, is going to start taking, you, uh, taking your job, then you need to start either thinking of ways to sort of uh, deal with that when the time comes, but have a plan ready, like start actioning things today. But from a content point of view, you need to be, to be bringing in um, and creating content that is education focused, that is helpful focused. Um, establishing yourself as a thought leader is going to be vital. And if you do that, and this was what I wanted to tie in the artificial intelligence in, if you're tying content into your business and working with SEOs to kind of help you position yourself as a thought leader, not just, oh, I want to grow traffic in the next six months, but think about the big picture, right? Think about the overriding picture here. It's becoming a thought leader. It's becoming the mover and shaker. What made Apple great was that they weren't following, they were innovating, they were leading. Companies like Microsoft were following them. Now I think the shift has changed, right? It's positioning yourself as the thought leader in business. People tell me, I want to be number one for SEO. If you want to be number one in SEO, we need to start thinking as a thought leader to position yourself amongst the real world like you are deserved to be number one. And that will reflect with the SEO later in time. And so it's no coincidence that in my space, you've got the Moz's ranking, you've got, you've got search engine lane, you've got the people that have been, that have just been putting content out, putting content out, putting content out for years and years and years and giving away content, giving away content. They were doing it when I was still working at an agency level, people like Rand Fishkin and, and Bill Slowski and all these people that just kind of put content out, put content out. It's no coincidence that now they're the thought leader. And no matter how, uh, the, the, the technological evolve and, and things get bigger and better and smarter. If you start as the thought leader, you can ride the wave. You can ride the wave. And now look, not everyone's going to be that thought leader. But for me, the way in which I approach SEOs, again, remember what is smart for business, what is smart for SEOs, smart for business. What's smart for your business is to produce great content that helps your SEO. That's important today. But going forward for the next five years, 10 years, positioning your business as the focus, as the thought leader is absolutely crucial and vital. And that's where I want to start, you know, pushing urgency among the business community about, you know, oh, is, 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 is Snapchat and, and, and all these sort of things, just 13 year olds taking selfies. You've got to shift away from that mindset. You've got to think about it. Things producing content that's going to get your attention and it's going to allow everyone to sort of see who you are and what you're producing and what you're about. I mean, it's just fascinating. Producing helpful how to content is absolutely vital. So here's the takeaway for the content part. Get ask your SEO to start giving you more and more and more content to create. If they're creating the content for you, fine. You can still roll along with that. But you as the business owner need to start producing your own content. More and more content. And yes, I've always been a big believer of quality over quantity, but you need to start producing content. 
I think every CEO needs to be producing content. Everyone in the marketing department needs to be uh, producing content. Everyone that's involved around building that business needs to be producing content for that business. Vital, vital. And I'll argue until the cows come home, that is essential. And number five, build partnerships. And this ties in three and four of the points before user experience and content creation. Building partnerships, getting out there, talking to people within your industry. If you're a cleaner, find other cleaners. Um, you know, th th there's there's just, if you're an interiors, build connection with other interiors, building you know, connections with architects. The more and more people, I, I can't remember which in, um, business uh, magnet uh, quoted something along the lines with, Every day, try to meet someone new. That was the, basically what he was saying. And it's so vital. But don't come across as though, you know, it's all about me, it's all about me, what you can get out of the relationship. Think about what you can give to the other person on the other end of that relationship. What can your business do for that person? What can you personally point out? Like, give away free stuff. Um, you, you know, building partnerships and relationships especially as a, as a business owner, safeguards you for, for, for future jobs. It, it, it protects your business because the more people you know, the more people that can potentially send you referrals. But you can't see it as that only as the benefit. You have to provide value. Think about it, right? If you've got a friend and all they do is just want everything from you and they're not, they're not, they're not willing to share time or give anything, you're not going to have that friend around for very long. So... Your, your intentions always have to be clear. Your agenda has to be out, out and open. And I think building partnerships and relationships is a very, very hard thing to do. People are rightfully skeptical. Um, but I'm very fascinated with, not, with my existing relationships. Absolutely fascinated by them all. But I love building new relationships. I love kind of, you know, because that LinkedIn initiative that I did, Learning, like meeting people like Chris with the UX. I mean, like, you, people are just ready and able to give you away free content if they feel that your actions are genuine. And so for on a business level, businesses need to be building allies. They, countries build allies, right? You need to be building friendships, partnerships, allies, not because you're gonna get something out of it only, but for what you can provide them. Build collaborative environments where you're giving away. And the more you give away, honestly, from the heart, from the business, the more you'll get in return. It, some people call it karma, some people say you reap what you sow, whatever it is giving away and helping and, 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 and providing value to people is just smart for your business. And it does open up opportunities to get links down the line. You know, um, one of the links that I got for a client was a relationship that I had, an existing relationship. Now, that relationship that I had was because we just both in marketing. Now, we've got a really awesome link that would have cost thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars to do it. Again, I just want to protect the client. That's, I mean, I'm eager. Some people um, have already mentioned to me on, on, on LinkedIn, like, you know, you, you, you give away content, but, but you don't go into, into enough specific amount of detail. I want to. I definitely want to. 
but I can't. I gotta, I gotta make sure that I don't talk about someone else's business. I can talk about my business. I can't talk about someone else's business, right? So I'm very, very, um, I'm very restrictive in that, in that sense. I'm sorry. It's just I don't feel right about just giving away stuff. So I've been, I've been accused so far of not, not necessarily a bad way, but just not giving away enough specific stuff. I feel today I've given away specific stuff related to STR. I don't know what else to say. If you've got questions, ask the question. I don't know what to do. Um, but authenticity and and giving away, giving away allows you, and saying hi to someone, saying, you know, I'm representing this business, you know. Like, and that link that I got for that client was just because me and this other person um, were um, friends. And... It wasn't that we were friends from childhood, from high school, I met this person. It just, she was another marketer and I connected with her and we, you know, I found out she worked at this company. I said, well, this is my client. The, this, you're already talking about my client anyway. Would you mind just turning this into a link? Bang. A link that I believe would have cost thousands of dollars otherwise. At least 5,000 we got for free. Now, I say that because I want to show that there is benefit to doing it, but if that's your only reason to do it, is for what you can get out of it, then I highly advise that you don't do it because, because your motives have to be clear. Luckily for me, I'm a people person, so I, 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 I personally I love doing it, but from a business point of view, it makes sense. And business people will tell you all the time, it's, you know, it's the books you read and the people you meet. And so hopefully... The building relationships is vital that you that you surround yourself that you that you ex, you build out your your inner circle and that you meet people um, and even like you know on social media you know if you, if you're a cleaner say you know is there any you know is there any tips that I can give to you and if you're a if you're a lawyer give out free advice if you can if you're a real estate agent um, go and talk to other businesses like I, I encourage my friend to do. So just get out there, start doing things, and ask people what do they need. Find out what they need, give it to them. And you'll find that, oh, you do that over time and patience and perseverance, patience and perseverance, there will be value. So again, I'm gonna repeat the last five again. One, mobile optimization. Two, page speed optimization. Three, focusing on UX and what's best for the user. Four, content creation. And five, building partnerships, and remember, what is smart for SEO is smart for business. I'm Andrew, and hopefully you found this video absolutely beneficial. If you've got any questions, please comment below. Thank you, and have a great day.